Hi everyone, welcome to episode 33 of A Little Nerd Music entitled Walk This Way. I'm Kelly. I'm Christina. And before we start, we would just like to send our heartfelt thoughts and prayers to those who were affected by the tragedies in San Bernardino, California earlier this week. And we hope that everyone that was affected can soon find hope and laughter again in entertainment with this podcast and other things that make you happy. Um, would you like to start with fandom news, Christina? Um, I think you should start because I don't know the first thing that you put on here. Oh, okay. Um, well, first of all, we would like to talk, we would like to let you all know that all these fandom news stories will be on our Fandom Fridays. Um, so you can check out the links and read about it on Fandom Friday on our website, which we will give you all that information at the end of the episode. Um, we'd also like to say, um, like to send our condolences to the family of Scott Weiland, the uh, lead singer of Stone Temple Pilots, Velvet Revolver, and Scott, we- uh, Scott Weiland and the Wildabouts passed away last night while on tour with his band. And um, I grew up listening to Stone Temple Pilots, and I loved them. And I'm very—I was very surprised to hear about this last night. But it's really sad. I love Stone Temple Pilots, and luckily, with someone like that, you can always you know, live through their music, and that's always a good reminder of what they've given to the world. Um, all right. Fandom, fandom news that's a little more happy now, shall we? Yes, please. <laughs> um, for those of you who live in, in uh, Southern California, please head over to Disneyland as soon as possible. Star Wars Tomorrowland is now open, and it is frigging amazing it's amazing christina let me tell you it's awesome (laughs) (laughs) i'm like when i first went i was like oh my god oh my god oh my god the whole time like i took i met uh chewy and darth vader and we got to rise hyperspace mountain and um we saw uh the new planet jakku on star tours and it's awesome Everyone get there as soon as possible, but not tomorrow because I'm going to be there and I don't want the lines to be too long. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so Christina, come down and see it with me. I want to so bad. I really, really do. I believe the rumor is is that it's going to be around till March. So there you go, Christina. (laughs) Also, um, for those of you who don't remember... Hopefully by 2017, the Star Wars land will be open at Disneyland. Right now, this is just an overlay to um, get us all stoked for Force Awakens. Yay! Um, it was announced a few weeks ago that SeaWorld, will, SeaWorld San Diego will be phasing out its controversial killer whale show uh, in 2016, which should be interesting. <laughs> But they're keeping all the orcas there, which kind of still doesn't help them. Yeah, but at least they're not, like, putting them, making them jump through hoops, literally. (laughs) I I think it's really interesting that here in Southern California, SeaWorld markets itself as an animal sanctuary. That's hilarious to me. Um, I can't go there anymore, but, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty weird. I feel like it's going to go out of business pretty soon. <laughs> uh, they've been going downhill ever since Blackfish came out. Oh, yeah. Definitely. 
Um, so I can't believe we didn't start out with this. Happy birthday, Christina. On a much happier note. Yeah, I know, right? Happy birthday. Thank Yay! you. Christina's now my age for the next 23-ish days. Yay. Yay. You're old like me now. Congrats. And then you'll be older again. I know. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> and then also, on a personal note, um, I'd like to say congratulations to my friend Lauren and her husband Brian on the announcement of their little baby boy, Henry. Yay. I'm so excited to be an aunt, kind of. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm totally going to take that baby to Disneyland every day. <laughs> wait until they can, like, hold their head up. <laughs> No, I'm going to wait till they to go alone with him. I'm going to wait till he's out of diapers. <laughs> I'm not doing any of that unless it's my kid. <laughs> or related to me by blood. Sorry, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> um, would you like to say your other congrats? Oh, congratulations to Hunter Pence, who got engaged to his girlfriend, Alexis. But you should watch the video. It went viral. He proposed to her at Walt Disney World as fireworks are going off. Oh, wait, someone told me about that. Really? That's hilarious. Yeah, someone said that to me today. They're like, did you hear about that guy from the San Francisco Giants that that um, proposed to his girlfriend at Disney World? And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. But now I Hunter... do. Yeah, Sunner Pence. They're mm. adorable. That is adorable. I want to be proposed to at Disney World. <laughs> so remember this, Christina. <laughs> I will remember this. When it comes time, I'll be like, you know where you should take her? Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> or Harry Potter World. Either one works. Um, it was announced yesterday that Christina's favorite band, Coldplay. <laughs> I'm not even going to dignify that with a response. We'll be playing the Super Bowl halftime show at Super Bowl 50 in January? February? I don't know when it is. I'm not helping you with this. I'm not taking part in any Coldplay promotion. Well, when's the Super Bowl? I don't even know when it is. I don't even know who's playing in it. Do we know who's playing in it? I don't know. The season's not over yet. We can't know who's playing oh, in the Super Bowl. Oh, I have no idea. Literally know nothing about football. Sorry. Super Bowl's um, February 7th? Oh, 7th, I think. Okay. I know more about baseball than I do football. <laughs> we haven't even hit the playoffs yet. Okay. Whatever. But um, it's been made very clear that Coldplay is headlining, but they are by far not the only people who are taking part. Oh, really? That's cool. Well, it is 50th anniversary. Which is why I was like, Coldplay? Seriously? 50th anniversary? Hey. Yeah. I like them. I don't. I know. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> and Super Bowl is in Santa Clara. This year. I know. Everyone was telling me that. And I'm like, I know that. I just don't know who's in it or what's happening. <laughs> um, congratulations. Nope, not congratulations. Casting news. Casting news. I can read. I swear to God. Um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, a.k.a. Papa Winchester, has joined the cast of The Walking Dead. And I believe his first episode already aired. He is playing, um, according to the comic books, one of the biggest villains in the comics, which is pretty cool. Um, I also didn't know that he's on um, The Good Wife. Yes, he is. My mom watches that show. And I was like, hey, Papa Winchester. <laughs> <laughs> also, Denny, Denny from Grey's Anatomy. 
Um, and this is rather old by the time you guys listen to this, but um, Chloe Grace Moretz has been cast as Ariel in a live-action version of The Little Mermaid. I I think that'll be actually pretty cool. Yeah, I can actually picture that. I actually kind of like her. I haven't seen her in very many things, so I don't have a lot to base it on, but I kind of like her. I kind of wonder what it's going to look like. I know. Um, I read somewhere recently that like the reason that... Ariel is a, bl- a redhead. Whoa, um, is because Splash for, with Tom Hanks came out like right before, and she was a blonde, and so they made Ariel a redhead hmm. because they want her to be different. Which, by the way, Splash is an awesome movie. <laughs> um, movie news. Uh, did you see Hunger Games, Christina? You're not you're not that into Hunger Games. I didn't see Mockingjay Part One. Well, Mockingjay Part Two was awesome. Okay. Um, for those <laughs> of you who like it or haven't seen it yet, I did post a um review online on our website. Um, it was really interesting. At the end, they have like this whole scene where um Plutarch Heavensby, Philip Seymour Hoffman's character. Um, wrote like a letter to Katniss and it kind of made me think that like they probably shot it in reshoots because oh yeah. it made me sad again it was <laughs> but the whole movie was really good like they did a really good job and if you if you like the books as much as I do it's just basically jumping off the page which is really neat I always like it when movies do that and Jennifer Lawrence was awesome and Josh Hutcherson was really good in this one I feel like this one was like one of his best ones. You know. Is this the last one? Yeah. Yep. It is the very last. Um, Star Wars: The Force Awakens has received a PG-13 rating, much like its predecessor, Revenge of the Sith. I think those are the only two to have PG-13 ratings. You would know better than me. I think so. Um. And I'm excited. I got my costume today. Costume? Why do you need a costume? Uh, Because we go in costume to the first showing. Oh, dear. You don't understand. (laughs) I'm excited. Okay. (laughs) I'm happy for you. Yay. I'm going to be Han Solo. Surprise, surprise, right? (laughs) Shocker. (laughs) Um, In TV news, this is up to the minute. Because it's literally still airing on the West Coast. Except it won't be up to the minute when you hear this. That's true. Congratulations to the final winner of America's Next Top Model, Niall DeMarco. He was the first and only deaf contestant on the show. And uh, he was a fan favorite. I loved him from the very beginning, and I'm stoked that he won. And he's also on one of my favorite shows, Switched at Birth, on ABC Family. Um, and he's really hot, so yay him. <laughs> um, he has a twin, apparently. He has a what? He has a twin. Oh, nice. <laughs> Fraternal. Oh, dang it. <laughs> um, and in case you guys didn't already know, the online service CW Seed, which I had never heard of until someone told me about this but um they're streaming the full series of the oc 
which is super exciting. And they're the first online service to be doing this. Yay! That's a horrible name. I know, right? Oh, so wrong. <laughs> it is a pretty bad name. Especially considering the audience they're probably targeting is the exact audience that'll giggle when they hear that. I know, right? Oh, here's another piece of news that people have been sending me a lot, which does has nothing to do with TV. But um, in case you guys didn't know, some something has been launched that's a a dating service for Disney fans. I said that to you. You didn't answer me. Yes, you did because you were one of three people that sent it to me. <laughs> and it's called Mouse Mingle. <laughs> and apparently, so many people have tried to sign up that it already crashed. I'm not surprised. Which is kind of awesome. So if you love Disneyland and you're single, you sign up for it, you guys. Um, lots of news has been coming out about Once Upon a Time's 100th episode that's going to be airing this March. Um, all our favorites are back. Robbie Kay as Peter Pan. Yay! Barbara Hershey as Cora. Emma Caulfield as Hansel and Gretel's Blind Witch. Giancarlo Esposito as Sidney Glass. And then I also read today that... Um, I don't know his name, but the man that played Henry, Regina's father, is coming back. The guy that played Regina's father? Yeah. Okay. Her father's name was Henry. Mm-hmm. And then um, they've also cast Jonathan Whitesell as Hercules, um, Casey Roll from Hannibal as Megara, and uh, Greg German from Ally McBeal. As a character currently being called the Distinguished Gentleman. What does that even mean? Well, once upon I a time, he was Hades. Once upon a time, fans think he's going to be Hades. Yeah. But did you? Do, are you caught up? I know, but go ahead. I'm so far behind that. Oh, okay. Talk. So they were like they showed in the last episode the entrance to the underworld, and then you see like this boat coming up from the entrance to the underworld. And I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, they're going to show him. And he's going to be like, hey, this is Hayes, Lord of the Dead. How you, how you doing? <laughs> but it wasn't him. It was um, Nimue, the the very first dark one. Mm-hmm. And now the dark, all the dark ones from history are wreaking havoc on Storybrooke. It's really cool. And um, the the winter finale is airing this Sunday, the December 6th. And it'll be back in March. Yeah. I'm pretty excited. It's getting really good. <laughs> um, Wicked City, starring Ed Westwick and Erica Christensen, has become the only canceled show of the fall season. Officially canceled. Why? Is there one that's unofficially canceled? There are a lot of shows that had like their season orders like trimmed. Okay. Well, yeah. It's the first canceled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... And alternately, Supergirl got a full season order from CBS. I haven't watched it yet, but I heard it's really good. It is good. Oh, yeah, you watch it. In fact, we will be talking about it in a moment. We are? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so I watched The Wiz Live last night. It was weird. <laughs> I'm going to watch it tomorrow, so don't spoil it too much. I didn't. I honestly couldn't sit through the whole thing. <laughs> Do you like The Wiz, though? I don't mind it. I, don't, I really have no feeling toward it. It's kind of, it is what it is. I watched the um, behind the scenes special the other day. Oh, I, did, I haven't watched that. I think maybe that'll make it better. It, like, 
it just seemed a cut above Sound of Music and Peter Pan. I really think that they should just stop. I, I don't want them to because I like that it's exposing a new audience to musical theater. They just need to do a better job. Yeah. This one, though, I mean, this isn't spoiling it at all, but this one is a little different from the others in that it feels like you're sitting in an audience watching it on a stage. Oh, okay. Which is kind of cool. I liked that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. It was more like they were performing for you rather than you were watching a show, like, on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, those sets weren't as, like, involved as they usually are. Mm-hmm. Which was kind of cool. And honestly, I really just watched it for Elijah Kelly because I think he's awesome. He is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and Common was pretty funny, too. <laughs> um, My mother said that Glinda was really good. Oh, Uzo Aduba. Yeah. Yeah, she. I mean, she's good. Amber Riley was another good. The little, the girl, Shanice Williams, I think is her name. She was good. Dorothy. They, they were showing her whole um, audition process on the special. Yeah. It was so cute. She, it's literally her first job, like ever. Wow. What a she was. Job. She's in. I think she's in college or about to go to college or something. And she wanted to audition for a real, like, New York-style audition to see what it was like and stuff. And then she got the part. That's amazing. She she was good. I, I, will, I will give her that. She was good. Mm-hmm. She's adorable, too. Yeah, she is. I was surprised. I don't remember. In The Wiz? Is Toto not in The Wiz? That is the big mystery I saw online. Like, they had like everybody's like, what happened to Toto? Toto was in the first episode, or first, like, few minutes. And then it was just like, nope, no more. Entertainment Weekly's headline is literally, The Wiz Live, burning questions, answered, sort of, where did Toto go? <laughs> nice. Wait, what, 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 what was it? Um, Entertainment Weekly. Nice. I'm reading it right now. Um, Toto was so cute, too. They, um, it said that the added pressure of working with a live animal on three-hour live broadcast may be understandably too great. That's true. That is true. Um, Yeah. Well, here's hoping that Aaron is going to bring it next month. I'm so excited. I'm really excited. I mean, I love, love Grease. So I feel like for these live TV musical things that they're doing, mm-hmm. the kind of musicals that involve simpler set pieces will work better for the medium. Yeah. Like, this was definitely not simple. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that that song, No Bad News, was from The Wiz. Really? Yeah. I mean, I've heard that song like a million times, but I didn't know it was from The Wiz, and Mary J. Blige sang it, and she's amazing. Oh, she's epic. I did enjoy the thing on Facebook. Someone, One of my friends on Facebook posted it that was like, clearly people have never heard of The Wizard of Oz. There's all these people like tweeting about like... Yeah! Oh my god, that was amazing. <laughs> Oh, it's okay to have an all-black cast, but what if we had an all-white cast to the Wiz? Then everybody would be like, oh, that's racist. It's like, you do have one. It's called <laughs> The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> that's pretty oh, funny. My, oh, my God. Um, I like that they um, made The um, Wizard a woman, though. I know. And, I mean, come on, Queen Latifah. You had to figure out a way to get Queen Latifah in it. Like, you have to. I also, it amused me because Queen Latifah and Elijah Kelly were mother and son in Hairspray. Oh, yeah. I was like, hey. And she did that um, movie with Common, too. What movie with Common? 
He was like a basketball player, and she was his personal trainer, and they fell in love. Oh, yeah. I remember that. But, yeah, that girl was good. That Shanice Williams was amazing. I look forward to that. Yeah. But, um, oh, God. Dorothy's aunt. Auntie M? Yeah. She was the, the original, original Dorothy. Dorothy. Yeah. yeah. I know. She was good, too. Stephanie Mills is so tiny. I know. She's so tiny. Um, Neil was good, too, actually. He was really amusing on the behind-the-scenes special. Really? Yeah, he was enjoyable. That's exciting. Um, and I thought, I mean, I like David Allen Greer actually quite quite a bit. He is hilarious. I have loved him ever since Jumanji. <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> I forgot he's in that. <laughs> he's the, the shoe man. <laughs> yep, that's right. He also was the host... Of SNL, the the one time that Silverchair was the musical guest. Of course you would remember that. I do. <laughs> because I remember watching it and thinking, who is this guy? And then I'm like, oh, it's the guy from Jumanji. Aren't they remaking Jumanji? Yes, but I think that's a terrible idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so apparently Harry Styles got a tattoo. It was amazing. Live on James Corden's show. That's well, they flew down to LA to do James Corden's show since they are already in California for the Triple Ho show. Ah, uh, yes, Christina, how was it? It was okay. So there was a lot of traffic, so we got there like midway through Five Seconds of Somerset, which I wasn't really upset about. I'm sorry. Um, Nathan Sykes is really good, but he did this acoustic set, which felt kind of small in SAP Center. Yeah, but he's got a huge voice and he's amazing, so he was great. Austin Mahone had like kept bringing out like different rappers and he had a backup dancers it was like this huge production but i didn't know any of his music you realize you sound 12 right yeah i don't care um, <laughs> fifth harmony was really good good and and one direction like the quality was just like kind of knocked everything up to a different level like you could tell like they're the headliner yeah but you could also tell i think that harry's really going to be the one to break out because he did, like, 80% of the audience interaction. As he always does. Yeah, he, like, he's the one who kept talking to the audience, talking about this song, and doing this, and how much they love you, and, hey, that sign is awesome. How are you doing over there? Hey, why are you crying? Why are you crying? <laughs> he literally stopped, like, before they were about to do a song. He's like, wait, wait, what's wrong? Are you okay? What's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I can't hear you. <laughs> yeah, because too many people are screaming. <laughs> It was cute, though. That's good. I'm glad you had fun. I did. <laughs> um. Yeah, so Harry Styles got a tattoo. <laughs> well, because... And before you tell me that I already told you, I'm telling our audience. I understand. <laughs> so they, there are five boxes laid out, and each of the boys and James Corden had to grab a box, and four of them said safe and one said tattoo. And whoever got the one that said tattoo had to get a tattoo. And so the boys had to get one that would say late, late. And if James Corden got it, he would have to get a tattoo that says 1D. Nice. And it was funny because Niall was the last. So each time someone lifted it up and said safe, like they had to bleep him out because he just kept cursing because he was did not want to get a tattoo. Aww. And James Corden, like, almost had a breakdown before opening his box. 
Yeah, that would be really bad. And he's like, I can just picture it. I'm going to come home and be like, honey, look, I got a One Direction tattoo. And she'll be like, that's great. Here are divorce papers. <laughs> Aww. But it was funny because Harry was second to last. So he was about to open his box and he stopped just to like give Niall a hug. Aw, that's sweet. He's that like, I'm cute. sorry, mate. <laughs> and then when he lifted it up and said tattoo, like Niall was just like, oh my god. <laughs> It was really cute. That's funny. But it was funny because Harry was like just totally okay with it. He's like, I have stupid tattoos and I don't regret them, so it's fine. That's good for him. Yeah. <laughs> it was cute. Huh? Good. Good, good. I binge watched a lot of um, James Corden on YouTube this morning. Nice. As you do on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a black hole. Especially his car full karaoke. Yeah, I saw he did one with Carrie Underwood. I haven't watched it yet, though. It was cute. They went shopping for cowboy boots. Nice. Very nice. So Agent Carter has been pushed back. The premiere has been pushed back two weeks due to the uh, State of the Union address. Yep. I don't watch it. The the Agent Carter, I mean. State of the Union, I do. <laughs> um, well, I'm excited about Agent Carter. Good, I'm glad. Because I love Peggy Carter. It still, like, blows my mind that the guy on Gallivant is Lee Jordan from Harry Potter. <laughs> How did we get there? I was thinking about Agent Carter and, Ga- and Gallivant are both coming back. Mm-hmm. But then that one kid from Harry Potter is on Gallivant now. <laughs> Every time I see that guy, I'm like, ten points to Gryffindor! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Julianne Huff. No, no. She's next to um Dean Thomas. They're all like next to each other. No, he's the commentator. I know who you're talking about, but they're all there. She's at the she's in the um Quidditch group. She's not even a British kid. <laughs> Don't get mad at me for that. I'm not. I'm just getting mad in general about it. <laughs> it's not like she had lines. That's true. No lines for you. <laughs> they just needed a cute kid to stand there and wave a flag. It's not hard. She is a cute kid. See? Anyway. That got way more intense than I was planning. <laughs> Since the fall season has basically just started, right? Pretty much. We decided to share some of our favorite new shows. Um, what is it, do you want to go first? Sure. Um... I kind of had two shows that I enjoyed. Okay. So the first one is Minority Report, which is probably never, ever coming back, but I enjoyed it. Oh, is it over? Oh, yeah. It's one of the ones that got its um, season order trimmed, but wasn't officially canceled. Oh, that's too bad. I heard it was pretty good, though. Stark Stands is just a precious Stark Stands is child. amazing. They had this um one episode at the beginning where they're playing like a futuristic version of Rock Band, and he was singing Marvin Gaye, and they are the girls are just, like, fawning over him. It was cute. As I would, too. <laughs> <laughs> and one more Valderrama was just like, okay. <laughs> nice. Um, but I also mainlined Jessica Jones the other day on Netflix, all in one day. Nice. And it was really good. And David Tennant was kind of terrifying. That's what I've heard. He's terrifying in a way that's not, like, Loki, like a supernatural kind of way. But in that he's the kind of man that all women fear in real life. Oh, no. <laughs> kind of like how uh, 
there's like this one scene where Jessica Jones is trying to explain to him like you raped me because like he controlled her mind and forced her to like to date him for like and do all these different things mm-hmm. and he's like but I was nice to you like how could you say that to me and all this kind of stuff like he's such like a men's rights activist like it pisses me off yeah because that's what we don't have enough of in the world and he like he's always telling women like smile you should smile and all that kind of thing it's like oh yeah, I heard he was pretty creepo. Um, yeah. Is it 13 like episodes? Uh, something like that. Oh, okay. About. But, um, they, so they introduced Justin Jones, and they also introduced Luke Cage, who's going to be getting his own show. Yep, I heard that. I'm just curious about how they've started to build up this kind of bigger TV universe, which I know... Joss Whedon didn't really want to incorporate into the movies, so I'm kind of curious to see what the Russo brothers do. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Like, I'm not even expecting, like, Daredevil to have a huge role in Civil War or something, but just, like, to at least acknowledge that it's all the same universe. Yeah. That's always good. Acknowledge. Acknowledgement. Acknowledgement is good for all. I'm definitely going to have a harder time watching old episodes of Doctor Who again, though. (laughs) You're like, you're creeping me out, man. (sighs) Now I understand how he was a finalist for Hannibal. Ah. Well, he was also creepy in Harry Potter. <laughs> but I don't watch that enough to focus on that. Oh, okay. Well, he was. Um, so my favorite new show is Supergirl. You said that oddly. <laughs> well, not so much that it's Supergirl, so much that it's Jeremy Jordan. He is a good reason to watch something. Yeah. And it makes me really happy that they cast... Blake Jenner to be her love interest. <laughs> um, I saw some article about it, like, oh, it's a Glee reunion. I'm like, it's a little more than that, people. <laughs> yeah, it's her husband. <laughs> I think, honestly, like, I like the guys on the show more than the women. Like, I, I really like Jeremy Jordan. I like, I, I'm sure I'm saying his name wrong, but McCod Brooks. I think it's McCod. Cat, I don't know, but I I really like him. I think he's good. And um, he's Jimmy Olsen, right? Yeah, James Olsen. Oh, apologies. He corrects everybody on the show. Actually, oh. they're like, "Oh, Jimmy Olsen." He's like, "Actually, it's James." <laughs> and actually, um, Jenna Dewan Tatum is pretty good too. I like her. Me too. Um, Melissa ben- Benoist is pretty good. I mean. I- the thing to me that I don't understand is how do people not recognize her? She's not wearing a mask or anything. You realize that this is in the same universe as Clark Kent. I understand that, but that didn't make sense to me either. It's, it doesn't It doesn't need to make sense. It's DC. I know, but I don't like it. Because, like, the Flash and Arrow wear masks. Whatever. Um, the Flash and Arrow, by the way, had an awesome crossover um, this week. And if you guys missed it, you should definitely watch it. Setting up for Legends of Tomorrow. And Mark Hamill is back for The Flash next week. Yay, Mark Hamill! Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading about Supergirl. What about it? Just who's in it. Oh. Obsessions, Christina. Um, so my current obsession is David Tutera's Celebrations. Nice. Which is basically, each episode he plans a party for a different celebrity that they come to him to plan. Or a wedding. Just some sort of celebration obviously. And it's, it's just kind of addicting to watch. Nice. 
because everything's so pretty and everybody's so rich and I'm jealous. That's so extravagant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like people, like some of these people are literally like, oh, so I'm throwing a sweet 16 party for my daughter and I just want it to be really calm. Just, you know, I want little Wayne to perform and we need a unicorn. It's like, what? We need a unicorn. <laughs> I also want leprechauns. <laughs> Pretty much. It's like, oh, and when I enter, I want to drop from the ceiling and then I'll need a costume change. It's like, you're turning 16. Slow your roll, dude. <laughs> I did that. <laughs> I don't even... I think I had a slumber party. I had tea with oh, my girlfriends. Dude. And then we went and made gingerbread houses. Aw. That was my 16th birthday. <laughs> Cute. Slumber party sounds fun. Um, So my current obsession is the royals. Love it. So good. Thank you, Christina. I told you. Are you caught up? Have you started watching the new season? I haven't watched the second season. I'm probably going to mainline it one day. Oh. It's pretty, like, in the last episode, something happened where I literally went, what? (laughs) (laughs) I saw What's-Her-Face's back. That's because I texted you and told her. Told you. You did? I don't remember. I saw... I saw a clip on TV. I said, Ophelia's back. And you're like, I'm assuming you don't mean Shakespeare. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She was only back for like 10 minutes of the episode. Ah. That was a weird thing that she just like left and never came back and no one said anything. Yeah. It was really confusing. It was confusing. But they explained it. Okay. Um, For those of you who don't know what it is, it's like a fictional... um, show about the royals of England who obviously aren't the royals of England like it's like a family it's more like Hamlet well they're pitched to the studio which is Elizabeth Hurley as the queen of England and they got picked up so nice and um it's it's created by the same guy who created One Tree Hill which is why I love it <laughs> um yeah. I just think Elizabeth Hurley is so good on the show <laughs> I know she's so funny her it's so gloriously trashy too. yeah it's just so gloriously trashy. I just love it. Yeah, it is gloriously trashy. And the new king is like such a, such a jerk that you just want to punch him in the face. He's like a cartoon villain. Yeah. He's hilarious. Oh, God. Who is he played by? I can't remember. I can't remember. His name is King Cyrus. And um, yes. in the last episode, he said... Something like, let's go to one of those hobo buffets. And then he goes, his his security detail goes, do you mean a soup kitchen? <laughs> and he, like, goes to the soup kitchen to, like, give, like, to serve food to the homeless people. Mm-hmm. But he goes wearing, like, $10,000 shoes or something. Oh, my God. And then, like, and then, like it shows up on the news. And they're like, oh, he's rubbing it in their faces. And he's like, why can't I do anything right? No, it's pretty funny. Oh dear. <laughs> also, I love William Mosley. He's pretty adorable. And I actually really like the girl that plays Eleanor too. Let's move on to our main discussion, shall we? Okay, let's it's, go. It's all about you. It's all you, man. So, better late than never, but chalk walk. <laughs> and I attended as the sole representative for a little nerd music. I know. I'm sorry. It was a lot of fun, though. The the walk has raised $24 million in 24 years. Gotcha. And we have, um, we reached our goal of $2.5 million this year. 
Oh, that's great. So thank you to everyone who donated and participated. Christina? Yay. Yay. Um, there were so many people. I can't believe I couldn't be there. I'm so frigging mad. <laughs> I was I, all set to wheel you too. I even feel like I even feel like my 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 year isn't complete because I haven't done it. <laughs> um, for those of you who don't know, which is most people listening to this, I was uh, in the hospital for about ten days with a staph infection in my leg, which is why we've been a little on hiatus. <laughs> Well, there are further reaching consequences than just the 10-day hospital stay. That's why we've been off there for so long. Yeah. Mostly that I can't move very well right now. And if you can see me right now, my leg is like way elevated above <laughs> above my heart while I'm recording. And for a long time, you couldn't sit for like extended periods of time. That's why we couldn't record. Yeah. Like just last week, I stopped using my crutches. And Yay! I've I've been out of the hospital for six weeks now. <laughs> yeah. It sucks. I didn't even get to see Christina when she was here. So sad. I know. Um so was it was fun? Good, I'm glad, yay. And my highlight was seeing a little nerd music on the sign listed under sponsors. I know, yay. That's awesome. Thank you so much to Zach Abrams for um, doing that for us. He's my boss, and he's awesome. And uh, we appreciate you letting us sponsor without giving any money. (laughs) Next year we will, when we are more able to do so. Oh, we raised money as walkers. Yes, we did. We did do that. Um, so we're and already also a uh, big thank you to Lisa for being my fill-in assistant with Kelly out of commission. Ah, uh, yes, thank you, Lisa. I appreciate that. I wish I could have met you. <laughs> <laughs> my whole point was that I wanted to meet you, and then I never got to. So sad. I know. You'll meet her in San Diego. Yes, I will. Yay! Don't get sick again. I will do my very best. <laughs> Tell your body no. I, I will do that. I'll also tell my dogs to stop scratching me so I don't get a uh, staph infection anymore. Is that how it happened? I don't know. Maybe. They think that that could be it. Ooh. Yeah. So be careful. Watch you, Susie. Yeah. If you'll get cut by your dog, make sure you Neosporin and cover it. Yeah. She's definitely torn up my arms before. <laughs> yeah. So make sure you wash it and cover it. That's That's how they think I got something. Good to know. Yes. Everybody, wash your hands, wash your cuts, cover it up. Don't go and getting other people sick. It's flu season. Everybody go get your flu shot. Like, I knew it was a big concern for cats, but I didn't. I don't know why I never thought it would be for dogs. I know. Well, that was surprising to me, too. They were like, do you have any dogs? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, your dog could have scratched you. And I'm like, oh. I mean, it makes sense, because I've been kind of trying to think. It's like, you don't do things that are particularly dangerous. Anyway, um, so we're already talking about next year's Chalk Walk. So exciting. Yay. It will be on October 9th, a little bit earlier than usual. Um, And registration opens March 1st, 2016. Yay. Uh, Check-in will be about a week earlier this year, and there will be new prize levels and new prizes. So, Christina, get ready. Yay. Um, And... 
the $65 registration fee is mandatory at the time of your registration now. Ooh. Yes. Intense. We encourage you to fundraise because there's going to be really cool new prizes. Like, I've only heard about some of them, and I'm stoked. I never heard back from my company. I know. That sucks. I was telling people that, and they're like, that sucks. Because you got chipped out of two Disney tickets. They still haven't even, like, answered my question about it, though. I'm like, hello. Well, now you know. Don't use them again. Yeah. Just fun raise 500 bucks. <laughs> oh, no big. Um, <laughs> just hit up everybody you know for money. That's what I do. <laughs> like, because your parents, friends, and stuff will give more than, like, your friends. Mm -hmm. And you know that if you're close, I'll put in the rest of the money. <laughs> um, next year ALNM will have some sort of presence we'll probably be a sponsor but you'll just have to see what it is that we sponsor next year uh, we here at A Little Nerd Music would like to give a big shout out to the events team at the Chalk Children's Foundation Zach Abrams, Barb Lopez and uh, Lisa Mito who um, worked on the walk and made it a huge success Thank you guys so much for all that you were able to do for us and that Christina was able to do the walk without me. <laughs> and um, hopefully we'll, you'll grace us with your presence on a future podcast episode. I try and bug them every day about it. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm really excited for next year because I'll actually be able to walk. Yay. Knock on wood. I know, right? <laughs> uh yeah so yay i'm yay chalk walk have anything else you'd like to add christina um oh i think we should also thank vanessa for helping out a tunch a tunch i said a bunch oh i'm like <laughs> nice a tunch too sure yes thank you to my best friend nessa for um being the stand-in me for me for carrying all the swag. Yeah, she carried all the swag that I had picked up for everybody and gave out the medallions and t-shirts and all that good stuff. And she liked the hat so much that she I bought her one. <laughs> also wasn't the greatest planning because I definitely changed to my shirt in the middle of the plaza. Well, next year. I had no choice. <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah. Well, we have two more discussions. I know. You better get going. Let's get cracking. All right. I'm really excited for this discussion because I looked all these up. <laughs> Let's get into it then. All right. So with Star Wars coming out in just two weeks, two weeks, Yay! crazy, um, we would like to talk a about a few Star Wars fan theories swir swirling the internet that are extremely amusing, by the way. The first one is my favorite. Go ahead and share it, Christina. Jar Jar Binks, Sith Lord. Which, when you told me this, I was like crying. I was laughing so hard. And I still, whenever I hear it or read about it, I'm like, this is amazing. Someone is good. <laughs> it makes me so happy. <laughs> you know, I went to my 10-year high school reunion last Friday. Mm -hmm. And someone came up to me and was like, so did you hear the theory that Jar Jar Binks is a Sith Lord? And even then, like, I had heard it multiple times, and it still made me laugh. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's pretty amazing. 
Um, do you have any info about the uh, story behind this, Christina? I think it came out of a conversation on Reddit. Mm-hmm. And they were just breaking down how actually Jar Jar isn't completely an up to knowing character we think he is. It's all a master plan. <laughs> and that he was even controlling the Emperor and stuff. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's pretty amazing. And that, like, when he's not just kind of waving his hands randomly, he's actually using the force. Oh, I hadn't heard that. Interesting. And it's like, how else would he become a senator in the Galactic Senate when he's an idiot? That's true. But wasn't he, like, a stand-in senator because Amidala wasn't there? Um, I don't know. I don't but remember. in a fun twist, also, the actor who portrayed Jar Jar Binks totally supported the theory on Twitter. Nice. Ahmed Best. Yeah, he said, I'll say this, it feels really good when the hidden meaning behind the work is seen, no matter how long it takes. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <sighs> That's awesome. Um, the other one that I read about was... Um, who is Ray crying over in the Japanese trailer? Which is now in every trailer, by the way. Um, I've I've started trying to avoid some of the trailers because I've heard that some show a lot more than others, and I kind of do want to be surprised when I see the movie. Honestly, like I want to be surprised when I see the movie, and all the trailers are so disjointed that I don't think there's enough info to put it together. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't seen all of them, but I've seen most of them because uh-huh. people send them to me. <laughs> um, but I. I'm still totally in the dark, unless... I mean, you're smarter than me, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, so our friend Ryan thinks that it's Han Solo, or he's just messing with me because he knows I love him. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, there's a theory going around about every single character dying, so, you know. The one that I thought was interesting was that um, I read that it's Chewie. I could see that. But it's not that Chewie dies, it's that Chewie... As the person put it, Skywalkers and loses an arm. Oh. Because he's trying to save Han. Oh. <laughs> Skywalkers and loses an arm. <laughs> um. So that's also an interesting theory. And we I have a trend of people losing their arms on this episode of the podcast. This episode, why? Who else? We also have Bucky. Oh, Bucky! I'm like, what? Who else? <laughs> Um, yeah, so I think that that's an interesting theory. Oh my god, though, did you see Harrison Ford on Jimmy Fallon? Oh my god, so good. I was dying. I like when he's like, no, this isn't what happened to me. This is what happened when I crashed my plane. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, doesn't it look like a lightsaber? And he's like, no, it looks like a giant piece of ice. (laughs) Oh my god. I love Harrison Ford. It was glorious. (laughs) Um, so there's a bunch of Luke Skywalker Force Awakens theories. Um, one is that Luke is dark side. Which is a theory I enjoy, kind of. I do, too. I like it more than the Luke is Yoda one. I feel like the Luke having gone to the dark side is something that could only happen once George Lucas stepped back from the story. Mm-hmm. Which is why I kind of could see it happening especially since it's something that mark hamill supported back when return of the jedi came out right i'm not necessarily thinking that that is what they're going to do i think the most likely reason is just they want to surprise you when you see luke on screen for the first time yeah 
it's the simplest theory, but I mean, I, I like that theory. Yeah, I do too. Because Star Wars has oh, one of the flaws, I think, is that it seems to always wrap up kind of happy. Mm-hmm. Like everyone ends up where they're supposed to. As it should, Christina. But that's not life. It's Movies aren't about life. <laughs> I know, I say that all the time. <laughs> Movies are an escape from life. Um, I do think that it is true that Luke is in exile for most of the film, though. It would explain as why he's not in anything yet. That he's Obi-Wan? Ooh. Hey. Hey. I thought we see him in the trailer, though. I thought that the metal hand was Luke on R2-D2. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's Chewie. <gasps> no, it's definitely not them big wookie <laughs> what anyway um i think my favorite one honestly is our the last one i have listed here that that finn is the love child of leia and Lando. <laughs> yes that's probably one of my favorites I, I when i read that i laughed pretty hard and i read the whole thing and i'm like this is ridiculous but hilarious because every black character in the galaxy must be related to each other. Or they said if it's not Leia and Lando's love child, it could be Lando's kid. Uh, and I'm like, it could be Lando's kid, but... Well, George Lucas had been saying that in his mind, he wanted the next trilogy to be like the next generation, so everyone's kids. But Disney was kind of like, yeah, that's nice, go away. Yeah. Um, I do... Uh, so the one that is probably the most supported and most likely is that Ray is the child of Han and Leia. Or I could definitely see her being a part of that family. I'm not sure about her being their kid though. Well, one of the things that they said in the thing in the um, article that I was reading, which was, it was on like time or CNN or something. It was like a legit source. Mm-hmm. And um, they said that in the trailer, and I don't remember this in the trailer, but in one of the trailers, Ray is seen at the helm of the Millennium Falcon. Hmm. And they're like, who else would Han let drive his beloved ship than his own flesh and blood? Unless he's dead. No! <laughs> he's not dead! You shut it! I don't like you. You love me. No, I don't when you tell me that my favorite person in the world is dead. (laughs) No, you're mean. I love Han Solo. You have no idea. (laughs) I love him. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And then finally, that Rey and Kylo are twins. But aren't... Are they completely getting rid of the expanded universe? Yes. Which is why I think that this is very unlikely. Yeah. Because I'm like, why would they get rid of the solo twins to create new solo twins? Well, but they did specifically not give them last names. Yeah. And Ren, I I think um, Adam Driver said is a title, like Darth. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's not his last name. He's like, so technically he is Ren Kylo. It's also interesting that I think Adam Driver said that Kylo Ren um, isn't technically dark side. He just likes the dark side. <laughs> because there is no more dark side. 
He and, looks really cool, though. I know, it is really cool. Did you see him on Fallon? No, I didn't. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> because I guess, like, he can't say anything about it at all. Mm-hmm. And so, like, Jimmy was showing uh, stills from the movie. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so this is a still from the movie. And Adam Driver looks at it and he's like, yep, it is. <laughs> oh, he- um, Lupita Nyong'o was on The Daily Show. Uh-huh. And uh, Trevor Noah was like, normally when people come on to promote a movie, we show a clip and then we talk about it. But, you know, Star Wars, there's Star Wars, so they didn't give us anything. So just imagine this. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, she's in the trailer. Mm-hmm. I like her little character. I think she's kind of cool. Well, isn't one of the um, theories going on that she's Han Solo's mentor? Oh, I hadn't heard that. That's what I heard. Interesting. I hadn't heard that one. Um, what is this last one that you have, Christina? Um, you mean the article? Yeah. I need to double check that. <laughs> Hold it. Oh, so it's the idea that the villain in these new Star Wars movies is Darth Plagueis. Oh. And that that's who Andy Serkis is playing? Darth Plagueis. Yes, I have to say it like the Emperor. (laughs) (laughs) It would be an interesting way to tie everything together. It would be, but... Disney is so against that right now. Yeah. But, I mean, Disney seems all for doing what they think will make the fans happy. I think that's their priority. Yeah. Someone was like, I saw this article online that said something about how J.J. Abrams loves flipping stormtroopers. Because there's like four flipping stormtroopers in different in different trailers. <laughs> it's the new lens flare. Yeah. Flipping stormtroopers. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah. Let's suffice it to say that Christina and I are extremely excited for this movie, as we have been for 10 years. I think you are more excited than me, but okay. I'm so stoked. You don't understand. I grew up on watching this stuff. I watched the first Star Wars when I was six and fell in love with it and have been obsessed with it ever since. I don't know why I'm not, because I love Star Wars. I think you have to, like, the problem is, is that so many people have such high hopes for this, that if it sucks, we're going to be so disappointed, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, maybe you're just trying to, like, manage your expectations. <laughs> maybe. Because I know that, like, if I come out of it and I'm like, ooh, it wasn't what I expected, then I'm going to be so disappointed. Someone was giving me grief the other day for liking The Phantom Menace when it came out, and I'm like, I was in fifth grade. Were you really? No, you weren't. I think I was. I was in seventh grade, so there's no way. Let me look it up. It came out in 1999. Yeah, but I'm I'm looking, trying to remember what grade I was in then. 1999, I was in in eighth grade. No, I was in sixth grade. I need to see what half of the year it was. It came out in May. Okay, so I was in sixth grade. Yeah, sixth grade. I was in sixth grade also. Well, obviously, we're the same year. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. Even then, I was like, ooh, 
<laughs> but I mean, no matter how terrible that movie is, I still like watching the lightsaber battle at the end. Oh my god, so good. And so many people, like, that was their first big movie. And then, um, Duel of the Fates was on TRL. Yeah. Good times. Which, by the way, in the new, um, Star Wars Tomorrowland, they play the whole soundtrack. Cool. Throughout the Tomorrowland. It's pretty sweet. Nice. Um, so, Christina, would you like to get into our tertiary discussion? Now for what I'm super excited about. Other than using the word tertiary, finally. Tertiary. (laughs) Go ahead. So, the other day, just all of a sudden, they were talking about how Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans would be appearing on Jimmy Kimmel with a special surprise. And they released the Civil War trailer. Yay. And Kelly knows this, but I had a minor breakdown. Yes, she did. Was I was so hilarious. excited. I'm still excited. I still watch it like every day. It's so amazing. I watched it once. Sorry, Christina. <laughs> That's because you don't love them as much as I do. That's true. Like picture how you're feeling about Star Wars right now and that's me with this Captain America movie. I know. I understand. Yes. I'm just expressing. <laughs> I understand your love. <laughs> Everyone needs a love like this in their life. Yeah. Okay. Continue. What are we without fandom? No. <laughs> So, I think the thing that surprised people the most was how much of a role Bucky had in the trailer. Yeah. I mean, the Russo brothers had been saying that the storyline, the main storyline is Civil War, and the next most important storyline is Bucky. And we kind of heard it, but we didn't really believe it. And then the trailer came out, and they're like, oh, they actually were telling the truth. <laughs> yeah. So we got to see yet another version of the scene from the credits of Ant-Man. Yeah, that was cool. And Bucky's starting to remember Steve. Mm Mm-hmm. So apparently a lot of the story is going to be kind of determining who this new Bucky is, having lived through all the Winter Soldier stuff. Uh Uh-huh. And... Kind of rediscovering this friendship with Steve and figuring out how they all kind of fit together now in this new world. Mm-hmm. Um, so another surprise, well, it's not so much a surprise, but something interesting was getting to see William Hurt back on screen after an eight-year absence. Okay. Because he was in the um, Incredible Hulk movie with Ed Norton. Oh, you what? Oh, that's right. I remember that. Which is like the redheaded stepchild of the Marvel Universe. Yes, it is. So to actually bring that back into the fold was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's kind of... The rumor is that he's the, might be the Secretary of State in the film. And he's introducing the Sokovia Accords to all the characters, which is pretty much going to be the... MCU replacement for the Superhero Registration Act. So it's kind of in reaction to something that happens early in the film involving the showdown with Crossbones that has a wider impact and a lot of civilians end up getting killed. So the UN decides that they need to regulate these superheroes. They can't be acting on their own anymore. 
mm-hmm. which is where we see the Civil War split. So Iron Man believes that believes in these accords because he's kind of working from a place of guilt for what happened in Sokovia and he had that vision of all the Avengers being dead and all that kind of stuff. Right. And thinks like, yeah, maybe we should be regulated. And then Cap obviously lived through World War Two, which for him was only a couple years ago. Yeah. And he's like and he's like, the last time I saw someone want to register people and regulate them as people it turned out kinda bad. <laughs> especially it seems like something is getting blamed on Bucky that he didn't do in this film. And so he decides that the way Chris Evans kind of seemed to explain it is that for once Steve is deciding to do something for himself. Right. He's like, I'm not going to be the company man in this. He's my friend and I want to support him and I want to protect him. So that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. And I think that's kind of interesting for a character who started from a place of propaganda. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in the first film, he literally goes from, like, being a dancing monkey on the USO tour to now kind of being anti-establishment. Yay, go Cap. Which is why Fox News hates him so much now. <laughs> um, So I think that that's kind of a really interesting evolution with the character. And I read a really interesting article, actually, comparing Captain America to the new Superman. Interesting. About how they're both kind of like the Boy Scouts of their respective comic book universes. So the way they brought Superman into the modern age is kind of to compromise his morals and have him be a little darker. Whereas with Captain America, they're able to create a character who stayed true to his own sense of morality, but still struggles with that in the modern world, you know? Yeah. Which is why we see a Cap that's kind of more depressed and struggling a little more, but he still stays true to who he is. And mm-hmm. he doesn't necessarily support America and the government, but he will always support the ideal of what America should be. Mm-hmm. Which I think is why he works so well as a character right now. Cool. I'm excited for it. And obviously there was a lot of action that just looked cool. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, how awesome was that final battle between Bucky and Steve versus Iron Man? I know, that was cool. I think for me, as someone who doesn't is not as into it as you are, but mm-hmm. um, the thing that's going to be cool for me is like, learning how everything kind of fits in for like those of us who don't read the comic books, like just figuring out who's who and how they all fit into the world and everything. Cause this seems to kind of bring everybody together. I mean, they really are expanding the universe in this. I mean, they can't do it on the same scale in the comics, obviously just cause they don't have the manpower, but I mean, like we're getting our first look at black Panther. They're going to be bringing in Spider-Man and who knows who else. Yeah. Because we also have solo movies coming up for Doctor Strange and Captain Marvel. Right. That's right. Did they cast Captain Marvel yet? No, we don't know yet. Okay. I mean, there's always a chance that they did and we just don't know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And also, um, Martin Freeman's also appearing in this film that we're pretty sure he's some sort of government liaison. Oh, cool. It'll be fun. And Ant-Man's going to be back. 
And we're going to see more Vision. And I mean, pretty much everyone from the Avengers is going to be in this film to a certain degree, except for Hulk and Thor. Why not Thor? Thor had to go back home. To Asgard. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think Thor is actually in the Civil War storyline in the comics either. Oh, okay. Like you think he is, but it didn't turn out it's a robot, I think. (laughs) What? Okay. The comics are crazy. (laughs) Anyway. Yes. So, if you would like to know more about this, you can check out our website where Christina went off about Yes. I read a very long article. (laughs) Took her like four days to write it. I got links and citations and everything. She wrote you guys a paper for college. You're welcome. I haven't even read it yet. The first, okay, so the when I first went on the website today mm-hmm. and I saw it, I didn't see the read more thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's it? She's, <laughs> that's it? That's all Christina had to say about it? And then I'm like, oh, read more. I'm like, I don't even want to open that Pandora's box. <laughs> oh, but also people should check out this week's um, edition of Entertainment Weekly. Where they have a lot of on-set reports and interviews with Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. and Sebastian Stan, Scarlett Johansson. It's really interesting. It's They have a lot more information than we have heard previously. Cool. Yay. And the person writing the article was talking about seeing Tom Holland on set. Mm-hmm. And whenever he tried to ask anyone about it, everyone was just kind of like, oh, I don't know. Maybe you saw a cosplayer running around Spider-Man. I don't know what you're talking about. Nice. And he's like, he literally like walked by in costume and he's like, I'm pretty sure that's him. Nice. Well, that could have been before they announced it too. Oh, it, it sounds like it was kind of recent. Oh, okay. Because, I mean, they did announce... um. Tom Holland's casting pretty early in the filming of Civil War, if I remember correctly. Ah, I see. Well, that brings us into our episode MVP. <laughs> Christina's really excited that I put this as an episode MVP. So you go ahead and announce it, Christina. You mean Stucky, the MVP of my heart? Yes, exactly. Ugh. Just because I feel like Stucky is all I've been listening to for a while. <laughs> because I I literally, I tried so hard to pull myself back and, like, look from a perspective that was calm and not chippery, and I just can't. <laughs> there, it's like, I just watch a trailer, and I'm, like, so much Stucky. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So, um, ship moments, Christina. <laughs> Uh, I didn't put Stucky because they're our MVP. Of your heart. Yes, of my heart. <laughs> the Civil War is all about him protecting Bucky. Okay, calm down. Breathe. Okay. Yeah, calm down. Breathe, please. I am trying. Okay, so I kind of have two. One is super old and one is relatively new. So um, my super old one is uh, Newt Miss. Newt <laughs> and Thomas. Which, by the way, Scorch Trials is, like, coming out on DVD now. This is how long it's been since we recorded. <laughs> um, basically, it's just Thomas, Thomas Brody Sangster and Dylan O'Brien. <laughs> because their, their bromance translates so well on screen and off screen. I like that 
Thomas like has just hung out on the Teen Wolf set, and I'm really upset there are no pictures. I know he should he should be a guest star. Wouldn't that be amazing? That'd be amazing. That'd I feel be like cool. he's a ten times better actor than a lot of people on that show. Though. Yeah, that's probably why they won't let him. Um, I just I love them in um, Scorch Trials. They're amazing. And my my second one, which was tonight's last night's episode of Vampire Diaries, was um, Steriline, Stefan and Caroline, because they have just um, written in Candace King's pregnancy into the show so she had to tell her boyfriend she's pregnant with somebody else's kids like some magic pregnancy or something i don't know there's like witches and stuff (laughs) (laughs) and i just he's like it doesn't matter i i love you anyway blah blah blah. and i'm like they're so cute i love them so much and i think i've talked about how much i like sterile before so yeah i won't get too much into it but i love them and i'm excited that he's not dumping her for magically being implanted with somebody else's children <laughs> so you go um my shit moment is a cabbie in the bro tp sense nice because they're living together on sleepy hollow now and they're just the most adorable roommates ever i still need to watch sleepy hollow the crossover with bones worked strangely well that's what you told me yeah, but it's, like, so weird that even when you're watching it and it's okay, your brain is still like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed them guesting on Bones more than I liked the Bones characters on Sleepy Hollow. Um, yeah, I, I bet it would feel a little out of place on Sleepy Hollow, but not so much the other way around. Because they, on Bones, they didn't do anything, like, explicitly showing, like, oh, like, the supernatural and that kind of thing. But there were so many, like, in-jokes that you know because you watch Sleepy Hollow that it's enjoyable. Yeah. But if you're just watching Bones and you want everything to kind of be, like, real world, you can just kind of play it off like, huh, this crazy guy. <laughs> nice. Well, I still need to watch it. I will do that eventually. Um, yeah. So, as always, <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter. By following ALNM Podcast. You can follow me at XOX. Nope, that's wrong. <laughs> you can follow me at ALNM Kelly Lee. And you can talk to Christina on ALNM Christina. And you can also find us on Tumblr at ALNMPodcast.tumblr.com. Kelly is at XOXOKellyLee.tumblr.com. And I am at callmechristinae.tumblr.com. You can also search for us and like us on Facebook by searching for A Little Nerd Music Podcast in your search bar. Or if you're friends with us, just click on the link at the top of our page. We also update the, um, we put new links to the website on there as well. Oh, I did not know that. (laughs) You did that yesterday. What are you talking about? You like can put on, when you post on the website, you can link it to Facebook. I I didn't do anything. You totally did, but you must have done it unintentionally. Apparently. (laughs) Anyway, continue. (laughs) Um, So you can also find us on iTunes, where you can subscribe to get the new episodes the second they appear. Yay. That's actually faster than just searching for it. Yes, I've discovered that. (laughs) Uh, You can email us by... Uh, emailing alnmpodcast at gmail.com with all your questions, concerns, comments, favorite things, least favorite things, general musings about the world, 
You just want to talk about your day. It's fine. We're here. That's what we're here for. That's what we do to each other. (laughs) (laughs) Except when we do it with each other, it's a little more ranty. That's true. That's very true. You can rant at us. That's totally fine. Just let it out. (laughs) If you hate us, you can let it out, too. That's fine, too. But I hope you don't. (laughs) Yeah, please don't. Anyway. You can also find us on Instagram at ALNM Podcast. Yay. Um, and you can go to our lovely website, ALNMPodcast.com, where we have Music Monday, Fandom Friday, Throwback Thursday, all kinds of awesome reviews and original articles by Christina because Kelly's never written one. And <laughs> um, we probably update that the most. So if you want to stay up to date, you should definitely go on the website. Technically, you helped me write an original article. Yeah, but I've never actually... I've I've started writing, like, three, and I've never finished it. I only have, like, five or so. That's more than me. Every so often I go on our website, I'm like, this is really nice. It is, like, because I check it to make sure that, like, things go up, mm-hmm. you know? And every time I, like, click on it, I'm like, it looks so nice. <laughs> And we get a couple hundred visitors a week, so you guys should talk to us. Yeah. Yay. Thanks, guys. Oh, also, thank you to everyone who got us to 1,400 downloads. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. And I'm really excited. Yay. Oh, you should also check out our store on the website if you want any swag. Yes. And hopefully there'll be lots more swag coming for Comic-Con 2016. We did we make are? our... Our hotel reservations. We will be in San Diego for that weekend. So if you love us, you can find us. We'll be across the street at the fancy hotel. <laughs> Possibly at the rooftop bar. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can find Christina at the rooftop bar. <laughs> I make you sound like a total alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, you're the one who whenever we talk about going down to san diego again you're like make sure you make an appointment no experiment yeah because that place is awesome it is yeah see you want to go back too i have never denied that (laughs) you can also um join us for all our fun heads up games where you can you too can be a part of our next year's porklet Oh, you should tell people about your present. Oh my god, best thing ever. So Christina sent me my birthday birthday present, right? Yep. Birthday present. And it's a it's a piggy bank that says porklet <laughs> on the side. But the person that sent the card to me <laughs> said happy birthday to you and your little porklet. Which makes me think that maybe this person thought that I'd call my child porklet. <laughs> Which, by the way, I don't have a child. <laughs> but when you do, they need to be nicknamed Porklet. No. No. You can- Aunt Christina cannot call my future child Porklet. <laughs> no. It's unacceptable. No one will ever find this as funny as we do, but that's okay. <laughs> I don't think anyone finds it as funny as you do. It's so hilarious. Like, even I'm, like, I'm laughing, but you're dying over there. I am. <laughs> anyway, enough about porklets. Because everyone didn't... else is like, I don't get it. 
it's because you didn't see your face when it initially happened. Borg! <laughs> You're it's, so earnest. It's because I thought we were starting totally over. And then when I started laughing, you gave me the Tarantella blur. <laughs> yeah. You're you're mean. I don't like you. You've said that a lot tonight. <laughs> it's because it's true. <laughs> anyway, shall we finish up this podcast? Yes, episode 34. What's happening, Kelly? Oh my god, I'm so excited, you guys. Episode 34 is going to be our Star Wars The Force Awakens episode. Merry Yay! Christmas. Merry Christmas, us. If we... Well, we won't get to talk to you guys before then. So, happy holidays. Happy birthday, Christina. Happy future birthday to you, Kelly. Thank you. And happy holidays to everybody. Happy 2016. We'll see you all in 2016. Yay. Well, maybe not see. Talk to y'all in 2016. Or so you think. Yeah. Um, so happy holidays, everyone, and thank you so much for making 2015 another awesome year of ALNM with our website. Yay! And our first year at Comic Con, and lots more fun stuff. I'm really, so really many excited. milestones. <laughs> the first time I've ever not done chalk walk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but oh, yay! Sad. I know. Next Way year we'll have down all the these. Mood. Next year we'll have all these things and more. 2016 is going to be a big year. Holla. New Star Wars, new Harry Potter, new Captain America. Yes. Yeah. We'll be at Comic-Con and Chalk Walk. Yay. So, yeah. Exciting. Happy New Year, everyone. And uh, take care of everybody. And happy holidays. Bye. Bye. He's on down.